Hello, everybody, and welcome to another podcast of the Botanical Transcendent Podcast. So here I would like to provide a unique individualistic and holistic approach to healing the spectrum of your well-being and elevating the quality of your overall life. I'm here to inspire you to become your greatest version, to walk you down the path of sustainable health, financial freedom, and living out your soul's purpose. I will guide you through stepping into your own sacred skill set, health empowerment, and attracting financial abundance to live out your birthright of being free. Here you will heal your mind, body, and soul through botanical transcendence. So today I wanted to talk about how to reprogram your mind from past and limiting belief systems and really just the conditioning that we have endured as a society, I feel collectively as well too. So I first just wanted to start with saying that life did not start when we were born. Our unique journey as a physical human did. So obviously, I'm sure all of you know that there has been life before us, which means that history has been engraved into this earth and our now developed society. So when we were born into this world, we are then raised by others who have been brought up on an alternative way of living and an alternative belief system as well. So, you know, it's, it's crazy to think that even though we were brought into, you know, this existence and the people that we were raised by, you know, our parents or whoever it may be, we often feel that they know everything or that, you know, money grows on trees and that there's a certain way of life and that's just how life is. But, you know, essentially that is all an illusion as well. And they essentially, they only teach us what they were taught as well too. So it's really just a ripple effect of the conditioning and the programming that we've been into. And I presently feel like it is our, you know, duty and our mission now to break the cycle and to break the past conditioning of, you know, what our parents were brought into, our grandparents, our, our, you know, ancestors, like it goes back so much further than just how we were raised. So as we progress through life or as we did, we endured a lot of conditioning. And I just Googled like the definition of conditioning just to give you all kind of like a general idea of, you know, what that means. And it essentially is the process of training or accustoming a person or animal to behave in a certain way or to accept certain circumstances. So when you put it into that perspective, um, there's a lot of things that contribute to our conditioning and um, a fact that, you know, there are certain people that play a great role in that, um, Like our government, our government probably plays the largest role in our conditioning because, you know, not um, like our primary government, but like deeper within that, like the, just within like our political systems or whatever system that governs our country, um, you know, they control what we see on TV. They control the advertising that goes, you know, on our TVs and our computers and what we see and you know, they, they advertise to us like what we should eat or, you know, fad diets or, you know, what's, what's in the know, what's the latest, um, 
I guess, in the news or, you know, what the latest fad is, you know, whatever, like all that stuff, like they essentially are able to control that. And, you know, as we're exposed to that over time, we are subconsciously and consciously, you know, being conditioned and programmed to believe in certain things. And especially at a younger age, it is sometimes out of our control um, because we don't always have that, um, what is it? The, I guess like a well adapted mind to really differentiate the difference between like, Hey, this is programming. Like this is conditioning, you know, as I have this perspective now, like I obviously didn't have that perspective, like when I was 12 or when I was five or, you know, at whatever age that I wasn't as aware. So going into the topic, um, like I said, most of this is out of our control at this stage of our lives. So when we are younger, uh, the ones who raise us, they dress us in the clothes that they prefer. They tell us activities that we can and cannot partake in. They control the food that we eat and the places that we go. And of course, when we're children, we also don't have decades of experience here to direct the way we, we process life. Hence why having ones to raise us is also essential. So, you know, it goes to both sides of the spectrum of, you know, being conditioned and programmed like into this life. But at the same time, you kind of have to have a bit of a foundation as well, too. So it really all comes down to how we were brought up. So like the root of the cause of the root of who we presently are, you know, all of the pains and, um, what's the word, (laughs) the insecurities that we face and we have now, like as adults, like that stems so much deeper, you know, into our childhood and things that we honestly like aren't even aware of. Um, I know like recently through meditation, I have received some, just insight on, you know, things that I am dealing with now, like some, I wouldn't say trauma, but some things I am like working through now, I reflected on, you know, from like when I was a kid and, you know, where that could have stemmed from. And it was a perspective that I guess I hadn't really entertained that much. But when I realized that it was kind of like, not in like, you know, not like an epiphany moment, but it was one of those where it's like, wow, like, there's so much below the surface, like so much, you know, deep within us that we are not aware of. So, um, you know, tied into this topic, a lot of the programming and the conditioning that we experienced as children, um, it controlled us on a subconscious level. So it is also essential that we understand that our past does not define us. It is the actions we take now that will direct us along our path. No matter your upbringing, there is always a way to recreate your life or to redirect it in some way. It all starts within. And I know that sounds cliche to some people, and I know you probably hear that a lot, but all of the situations, all of the issues, everything that you are dealing with in life stems from within, and it starts within. And Any progress, any change starts within. Creating the life of your dreams starts with your thoughts. Your thoughts create and shape your external world. So hence, you know, why I say that it all starts within. 
So growing along, we then are enrolled in school. What we must understand and see to prevent from this or to prevent this from heeding the further generations to fully embrace their unique life path. Uh, we need to see that this is information uh, or the information that we are feeding them has been chosen. So, you know, I know going through high school, you know, we often, we don't really think about that. We don't think about like where this information is coming from or who it is that is choosing what we learn and why we are learning this. Like, <laughs> you know, we don't often think, why am I learning about, uh, you know, a certain like world war, you know, like just very like minute details of it. Like to some people, it is very interesting and it resonates with them, but to some people it bores them. And, you know, I'm not saying that like we don't need to be educated on world wars or history or, you know, anything like that. What I'm saying is we should instead take a more individualized approach with schooling. We each maintain our own set of goggles in which we perceive this world through. So being at this age, we are often taken advantage of. We are seen as blank canvases. It can also be a great turning point, a great turning point for own for <laughs> for honing our individual skills as well as programming our minds to confine to societal norms as our parents or ancestors have. The ones in control of the knowledge we learn at a young age are often the ones whose goggles are clouded by their own judgment and limiting beliefs as to what is essential to grow into mindful beings. So, and also on the flip side, they could also be extrinsically moved by money and allow their power to override the true nature and delicacy of the young expanding mind. It is often that we see the ones in power, so the ones within our government and school systems, are so out of touch with their own sense of being and unaware that the pain they are experiencing is not to be projected onto others. And I'll say that again because I feel like that is very prominent. So, and I'm not saying this about a certain group of people, I'm saying this about just anybody in general, but this seems to be, um, I would say the older generation tends to be the majority of this group that the pain and suffering that they experience, it is not to be projected onto others. And especially the young ones, you know, who are going through this life with that clean slate, with that open mind to receiving information and, um, you know, essentially watching their elders and watching the role models and setting an example for them. So on one side of the spectrum, you can scold them for being bitter. You, you know, could look down on them for being controlled by their ego and selfish with their wealth or their power. And on the other side, I personally see how they are also within their own pain and suffering. And, you know, just as every human here, we all endure pain and we all endure suffering. It is, you know, a part of the human experience as it should be. But, you know, the main difference with that is choosing what we do with that. So honestly, I, I see that it can be dangerous having 
having these people in power and in authority, you know, these people who are in the higher power within our school systems and within our government who essentially are controlling us, these are the people who don't even know how to control themselves. And that is the scary aspect is that these people that are so far from their own truth, like they don't even know how to deal with their own thoughts mindfully. They don't know how to mindfully respond to their their thoughts and their actions. These are the ones who are in higher power and controlling us. And this is honestly dangerous. And I feel that it is truly essential that each person, you know, eventually at some point understands that and understands that just because they are in power does not mean that they have power or that they that they have power over you or your thoughts or your life in any way because they are just as much a human as you and I. You know, they endure this pain and the suffering, but the main difference is that they just they I guess they aren't aware, you know, of how to mindfully work through this and you know not allow that to project onto other people. Um, because there, there's a, there's a big difference between, you know, the, the community of like wealthy people, you know, there's the ones who put that energy to good use and, you know, they're, they're always, you know, looking for ways to help other people and raise them up and, you know, take them along on their journey of abundance. And, you know, on the flip side, there's other people who use that to, you know, the evil of, you know, what money can bring. And, you know, money is a beautiful thing if you utilize it in a positive intentional way. And really it's the ones who are greedy and who are selfish. Those are the ones who aren't mindful of their own thoughts and their actions. And the ones who obviously have gone through the inner work and see the other side, you know, are the ones who look to help others because they understand what it is like to be in that position, but they have come out on the other side. So that's definitely my goal is, you know, when I am in that state, I am a wealthy being in all aspects of my life. And, you know, when I attract more of that wealth, I, that means I can help even more people in a much greater way. So that to me is my biggest motivator and like, so exciting. That's such an exciting aspect of life is that, Money is infinite and we can literally attract as much of it as we want and we can do anything with that. So from my own experience, I know that when I'm experiencing extreme feelings and emotions, it seems hard to let go and surrender to the flow. And now that I maintain knowledge and experience on how to go about mindfulness of my thoughts and actions, I do whatever I can to work through what I am experiencing and I know that they are only here to help in my healing and growth contributing to a much greater purpose. However, when one is not exposed to this perspective and way of thinking, they would not know how to go about navigating their thoughts and actions towards understanding and mindfully expressing them. So, you know, as I said before, a lot of these people this is what they grew into. This is what they were conditioned and programmed into believing. And they, they as an individual did not go through the inner work to unlearn that, to um, let go of those past limiting beliefs and systems. So it's, 
you know, at the same time that I understand that you are, that you grow through, you know, a certain life, a, th- a certain program or system, um, everybody also has the responsibility and the power to get themselves out of that. So in opposition, those are often the ones who project unintentional, um, unintentional energy onto others. So with that perspective, the ones who choose the information we are fed at a young age, we're never exposed to the pool of knowledge required to reframe past systems and beliefs. And I really want to highlight that word. So that's, that's the key here is to reframe and transmute instead of passing down the same textbooks and duplication for decades. Like this is what blows my mind. Like we literally use the same textbooks and the same, whatever, like the same um, systems, you know, we've used that for decades and, you know, I could even say that we, we are feeding the children the same school lunches that we have for decades. Like that's the thing is not a lot is changing within our school systems, but you know, it always comes back to the individual. Like we need, or we, the individuals within the school system or that have power over the school system need to change. And I truly feel like the baby boomers or, you know, the older generation, I truly feel that they are the ones who are heeding this growth and not all of them. I'm not going to generalize the whole, the whole majority of them, but it seems like a lot of them tend to be more closed minded and the ones who are stuck in these ways of, you know, the past or history repeats itself. And, you know, the past is so whatever I, I don't know, (laughs) but that's the thing is we must reframe the past to transmute it into a way of learning and thinking that resonates with the present structure. Because I, myself, as an individual, I have changed seriously. So like so much overall in every aspect of my life in the past, you know, years since I was in school, but even every day I'm changing as a person. So, you know, just as we have advanced with technology, I also believe that we should be advancing with the school system as well. To be programmed with selected information means that over time, this is what we are conditioned into believing. And yes, I do believe that as adolescents, we need some sort of baseline knowledge and understanding of math and English. But this too could be individualized to the student's unique way of thinking and skill set. If we mindfully chose the information we expose our children to and teach them to know that they are the creator of their own life, that they can choose what they want to believe and choose a path that fulfills them. If we teach them perspectives instead of something, you know, that stems from a personal belief, if we choose to teach them perspectives and to take each thing that we learn with a grain of salt and apply it as needed, we can structure their way of thinking into one that is not closed off from other ways. 
because there are an infinite amount of ways to see any situation and life in general. And, you know, the fact that we are brought up and, you know, taught that one way is the way that that closes our mind at such a young age. And that is what creates close-minded people. Hence why I feel that the older generations are so close-minded is because they were conditioned and they grew up into that, that mindset and they, you know, they didn't have the tools and they didn't have the perspectives to really go through, you know, the inner work of getting themselves out of that. But on the flip side, at the same time, I also, you know, see and know, um, you know, others who are in the older generations that have, and that have truly transcended their, you know, current state of mind or their limiting beliefs, and they have gotten out of that. So, you know, I, I can empathize, but like at the same time, we, we all have equal opportunity. We're all responsible for our thoughts and how we respond to them. So yeah, <laughs> word to that. Instead of more, instead of portraying the message that what you learn in school is definite and all you need Truthfully and consciously, we need to communicate that it is only a framework to shape the rest of the knowledge they wish to pursue in their, you know, their life and their journey here. Personally, I have learned so much more out of school than I ever did, like when I was in school. And yes, you know, I learned, you know, equations and how to write an essay. And I learned like, you know, all that textbook information but now I'm learning who I truly am authentically and what it means to be present with the truth of life. And I think that is honestly so essential to, to fully understand like that. If you, if you never experience like the true feeling, you know, or like if you never like give meaning to life, like you're, you're not living, like you're just here like passing through life. And that's not what we're here to do. You know, we're here to live and to thrive and to live abundantly and, you know, live purposefully and fulfill our lives. And, you know, it, it truly means to, or it just, just to be present with the truth of life, you know, is knowing that I'm learning my soul's mission, what I am grounded here to pursue. I am learning how to slow down and listen to my inner guidance, that guidance to the abundant life of my dreams. I'm learning how to let go and surrender to the flow. I'm learning how to consciously communicate with others. I am learning how to love myself unconditionally and freely without attachment. I'm learning how to help others in doing the same. And none of that I learned in school. And, you know, I could say that all the experiences that I endured in high school essentially, you know, if I didn't experience that, I wouldn't be the person that I am today. So, you know, everything that we have experienced up until this moment has shaped us into the people that we presently are. Um, but, you know, just a side perspective, like what if we can just cut out all the bullshit of, you know, all the, the programming and like all the shit that like we endured in school, like what if we can just cut that out for future generations so they can, they can get to this point now of when they're learning about themselves and unconditional love and how to cultivate inner peace and awareness and, you know, that coexisting relationship with nature. Like, why not 
help, you know, like contribute what we have learned now to the future generations. So I'm also not trying to say that school is a waste of time or that it is not needed, but I am further articulating that we have that what we need now is a system that presently reflects mindfulness and growth of mind, body, and spirit. An outdated system from the past may have worked then, but we have developed immensely as a society and as individuals since, to where this information is almost irrelevant to the new world we are headed to and we are currently creating. So now what? How to reprogram your mind and let go of past belief systems and limiting ideas. So I've got a few points that I just wanted to go over and kind of just wrap up like the topic of this podcast. So the first one is understanding that your past does not define your now. You are in control of where you direct your path. You are responsible for this life. Nobody else. You have control in this present moment. Here is the only place you can be. However, here is not the only place you will be if you work towards an alternate way. Know that how you are now is perfect and beautiful, and that there's always room to grow and expand. You are both the masterpiece and the work in progress. So another point is that with this perspective, you can now create the life of your dreams. Your life is a canvas ready for you to create. Each moment we are gifted this opportunity to create, you know, essentially from this moment on, it is your divine responsibility on what you do with it. This time is essential for gaining clarity on what it is you truly desire and aspire to become. Incorporate practices that help you work through this. So ones would be uh, meditation. So I encourage you to sit with yourself and truly take some quiet time for yourself in a peaceful, quiet, relaxing, and a sacred space. Become aware of your breathing, aware of your body, aware of the sounds around you. Observe your thoughts. Allow them to pass through and know that they do not define you. Uh, maybe you could, you know, see them as clouds as you're, you know, sitting on a bench and you're just watching clouds go by. Each thought that you have that pops up, just allow it to pass by like a cloud. Surrender to the flow. This is something that I have been living by is let go and surrender to the flow. Ask for guidance and support in gaining clarity on what it is you truly desire. So speak it into existence or, you know, journal that. But I, I encourage you to speak that, you know, ask the universe for guidance and support and, you know, ask for clarity on, on you know, communicating with your higher self or, you know, what it is that you truly desire. When you have come out of this meditative state, I encourage you to also write out the messages or guidance that you received and any thoughts and ideas that came through. If you feel unsure of what to write, that is okay. 
Start by jotting down any ideas that come to mind when you think of what you would like to do in life. What are your biggest dreams and aspirations? If money were no object, what would you do? Where would you go? How would you spend your time and who would you spend it with? This is a practice of tuning into your heart's desires and authentic self. This honestly is truly essential for any person who truly wishes to grow in some way or to reprogram your life and your mind and, you know, truly create a life that resonates with you. Listen to your intuition as it will guide you in creating the life you are worthy of and came here to experience. So the third point is when you feel you have more structure on where to navigate your focus, it is essential that you then take inspired action. The inspired action takes precedence over words. We can speak it into existence and say we will do all we want, but it is the action that takes us out of doubt and into that way of living. I encourage you to find some mantras and affirmations that resonate with your vision as well. So if you don't know what mantras or um, affirmations are, uh, mantras are basically like something that you repeat that in a way I would say programs your subconscious and conscious mind into either, you know, believing that you are worthy of abundance or, you know, just, um, it could be a mantra such as, you know, I let go and I surrender to the flow. You know, you, you could say that like 10 times during a meditation and that would be a mantra or affirmations, you know, would be, I am abundant. I am free. I am attracting financial abundance. I am love. I am light. So those to me, I feel that those are definitely essential when cultivating um, the life that you truly want. So the past one, <laughs> the past recording cut off a little before, um, but I would like to provide some examples of some affirmations that I use that resonate with my vision. So I often use, I am manifesting and attracting abundance in all aspects of my life. I'm abundant in love, health, wealth, and success. I'm grateful for the abundance of money that allows me to fully pursue my mission and helping others become their greatest version. I'm so grateful for the beauty that surrounds me, the abundance I am always attracting to me. So with your mantras and your affirmations, it is essential that you speak in present tense and with positive intention and energy. You attract what you are. So, you know, if you're speaking out those words and you sound unsure, you know, if you're like, I am grateful and I am attracting abundance, then you are more than likely going to attract that uncertainty right back to you. And I know that from experience. <laughs> so um, I definitely feel that I have progressed in that way of, uh, you know, really just having like more confidence, more intention with my words when I speak them. And, you know, I know that, you know, I'm, I'm not saying them for anybody else except for myself. And, you know, repeating affirmations and mantras is another act of self-love and self-care by, 
you know, holding that space for yourself and, you know, truly stepping into your own self-worth and, you know, aligning yourself with your truth. So speak in present tense and with positive energy. Even if it is not your current reality or it is not here yet. So, you know, this is something that I have experienced and um, I've been wanting to move like to a different state or just move, you know, out of like where I am currently. So, you know, even though that that is not my current reality, I'm still living in the town that I'm in. Um, it is essential for me to speak in, you know, the tense as if I were there. So um, an example of that would be, um, I am, you know, grateful for this beautiful environment that, you know, is surrounding me with its beauty, its, you know, abundance of fruits and life and, you know, just, just speaking as if you were already there and really putting yourself in that state of mind and putting yourself in that energy as if you were there. Because then when you put yourself into that, that state of being and that energy, that is what you attract back. So that is uh, the power of, you know, manifestation and putting yourself into that state of being. So like I said, you must first embody the version you wish to become. If you wish to become wealthy, you must first embody that. So you can do little things like, um, you know, getting your nails done or, you know, buying a shirt that makes you feel worth a million dollars or drinking out of like a fancy glass or, you know, taking your friends out to dinner or, you know, just things that don't necessarily like suck your wallet dry, but at the same time, they're also just little investments here and there that show the universe and show yourself that you have no attachment to money and that you're open to receiving and that you are wealthy and that you are abundant and that you fully trust that it will come back to you and in a much greater um, abundant way as well too. So like I said, mantras and affirmations, uh, they're great for attracting the life that you wish to fully pursue. Um, think of it like a conversation with the universe or with yourself. In this way, um, it also, you know, teaches you to be more confident in the words that you speak. You know, if you really, you know, truly desire a specific life, you know, or a soulmate or whatever it is, then you truly, like, confidently have to speak that into existence as if you were speaking to that person or as if, you know, if you speak so confidently that you have it or, you know, that you want it, then that you will get it. And that's, that's essentially, you know, how it works. Once you set an intention and speak that into existence and you put forth the inspired action, the universe will do everything in its power to, you know, meet you halfway and create that life for you. You know, you really just have to show up in the energy that you wish to attract. So in addition to what you speak, you have to back it up with inspired action and intention. Create a game plan of the steps you are physically going to take towards cultivating the life of your dreams. So an example would be, like I mentioned before, um, I really aspire to travel and to just kind of be a digital nomad. 
So one of my goals is to travel in a van wherever I feel called to and, you know, also taking my business with me and growing and expanding my online business. So, you know, I could take it with me wherever I go and be supported financially and independently. So breaking it down another step, um, what I can do to grow my business and to create a platform, um, one that will provide me stability. Um, it's kind of just breaking it down into, okay, you had this goal to travel. Now, you know, what can you do to make that achievable? And, you know, for me, that's, that's working on growing and expanding my business. And, you know, what can I do to grow and expand my business? Um, well, for me, it's, um, you know, working on a blog and that's something that I'm in the works of right now. So I'll be putting more focus and energy towards that. Um, keeping up with podcasts, I'm, you know, I'm putting more content out there, more authentic content and, you know, different, different ways, not just doing like, you know, Instagram or Facebook posts. So blog, podcasts, networking with others, and that could be networking with other people online or people that I meet in person or, you know, people that I already know that are close to me. Um, also furthering and expanding my education. So I, I really am going, well, (laughs) I was going to say I really want to, but I definitely am going to, um, pursue like an online school for like integrative health and nutrition and, you know, plant-based, um, nutrition in general. So that really will, um, deepen my knowledge and experience that I have with that. So, I'm also having like a certificate and a, um, some sort of like a title behind my name. And, you know, not that I, not that I strive to do that for any person, but just for myself, you know, that it would be a, a success and like fulfillment for myself. And, you know, I, I truly know that I am capable and worthy of that as well. So in addition to that, um, also like taking on new clients, Um, partaking in other income generating activities. So, you know, it's really just breaking it down goal to goal, step by step, you know, like what, what small goals can you do to achieve the big goals and what steps can you take in achieving the small goals to get to the big goals to achieve the even bigger goal. So it takes a lot of, um, I mean, it takes a lot of inner work, but also just takes like the physical sitting down and, you know, doing that inner reflection and also doing things like journaling and allowing yourself that space to really listen through to your inner guidance, because we are always receiving guidance and we are always receiving support of the universe. And it is up to us, you know, how in tuned we are with that and how aware of it we are. So some words for you to take back from this podcast today on how to reprogram your mind from past learning belief systems and to reprogram and create a life of your dreams. Some words to focus on would be surrender, surrender to the flow. Another word is trust. So trust that what is meant for you will come to you in divine timing. And also clarity, that is something that, you know, I feel when I focus on clarity, I almost improve in every other aspect of my life. You know, when I'm focused on clarity, I tend to meditate more. I tend to, 
you know, eat healthier or, you know, more mindfully. And I'm, I slow down more because, you know, I'm, I'm working towards gaining more clarity. And with that clarity, you know, is when you are able to surrender to the flow. And when you surrender to the flow and you have clarity, you're able to let go and to trust. So I feel that those three three words really correlate together. And, um, I encourage you to, you know, reflect on those and, you know, go through some of the practices that I went through throughout this podcast as well, too. So I hope you resonated with this. And if you did, feel free to leave a comment, uh, leave a review. I'd love to hear some feedback. Um, And you can also leave some extra support as well, too. I believe there's a button that says uh, support this podcast. Um, And you can also leave a bit of your energy, a bit of your financial abundance as well, too. Um, Any support is so much appreciated. Uh, I'm always sending you my peace and love, and I wish you a day full of abundance.